Game time, is it? Game time. It's game time. We're calling you out to step up your effort, step up your vision. Never give up. Nobody in this room came this far to only come this far. Never settle. Everybody wants to be a beast to do a to do a real beast. Through. Always hustle. Anything that starts with I don't want to work is already a problem. This is game time with Puck and Aaron. Are you ready? Let's go! Holy smokes at Aaron. We just finished week three already. <sighs> That's crazy. Week three results are in. We had a great week. It's flying. Yeah. Day day one of week four right now. I'm excited to go through a bunch of these announcements and some accolades here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk hoops for a second. Might as well. How are you feeling Just about your Chris Lakers? Mavs and Gunner. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about your Lakers? I'm feeling good. Uh, they're up two to one. I uh, I, th- I think they could pull it off. I mean, it could be. There, that'd be an upset because Golden State is favored yeah. to win. They should win, but Lakers could do it. We'll see. No one's been hotter. No one has a better record since the trade deadline than the Lakers. So that is correct. With this team, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix tied up Denver. Where yesterday? Did you see that? What's yeah. going to happen? Two to two. They're going back to Denver. They I still think, have I, court. Think, I think Denver's going to win it. You still think they got it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris Paul's out. That one, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. It might be better for them. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Philly and Boston's tied. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, Celtics will still take that one, but Harden's been clutch. Yeah. Yeah, and Two. but but our, the MVP hasn't been, which is kind of whack. Is he? He's been playing. I haven't even watched one game. <laughs> I watched. Series. Yeah, I watched the whole game yesterday. It was all right. It was just um, Embiid's back, I'm but just not one hundred percent. I'm expecting Embiid to do more than okay. Harden. And then we got Miami and uh, Knicks. Knicks. And what's that? Is it two to one Miami? I think it's two two now as well. Oh, that's tied up too. Yeah, they tied it up again. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's well because they played tonight. So, oh, maybe it's two one. Maybe it's two one Miami then. Two one Miami. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Second game in Miami. You're right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, fun stuff. Let's let's go to some announcements real quick. You, you shall we? Should we give them the good stuff? Let's do some announcements. I'll go through. Uh, I'm gonna go through dinner goal actually. Okay. Do dinner goal. I'll do one. Then do the last one. Okay. Uh, so Monday through Friday dinner goal, not Saturday, not included. Improved by 15% over last week in Monday through Friday, same day ICs that have a credit and survey completed before 5 p.m. local zip code time. And so I like it. They're getting us to go early, get out early, get on the doors early, get that momentum early. Qualifying reps must work a minimum of 40 hours of inst- and install a minimum of one EFP. Cool. Uh, and there's more on that too. They're really wanting us to go early this week. We'll get more into that. But <clears throat> I get a lot of calls, not a lot, but I get a couple of calls of like, hey, Aaron, um, this customer failed the finance application. There's no way he or she should fail. She has a 700 credit score. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. She's 150,000 a year. This is impossible. And uh, 99.9% of the time, it's because they put in their monthly income instead of their annual if someone puts less than $20,000 ever, you will not have an opportunity. They can pay in full, but that's it. Well, no. it freezes it for 14 days. <clears throat> no, no, no. Just no. just real quick. If it's less than 20000 they won't have an opportunity. So if they messed up, we can redo it. If it's citizens, yep. if they messed up. Yep. If it's for Tiva and they messed up, we have to wait 14 days. That's what it is. So it's just really, really important to spend a little extra minute there, or extra 10 seconds and say, hey, just so you know, it's annual income 
not monthly while you're filling that out, just a heads up. Okay. That's not coaching. That's just being polite to the, to the customer. And you may need to explain what <clears throat> annual means. It means what you make each year. Yeah. So take all your monthly and year. then add it together. Yeah. yeah so exactly. your monthly times 12, yeah. now, 12 months in a year. Now more on that. Let's say, um, let's say they, let's say it's citizens approved and then you do the finance application, then it comes back, you know, fail, right? Yeah. No opportunity. Last year, we called that a false positive, yep. right? And most people were like, all right, I'm just going to drive without my seatbelt, go yeah. look for a bottle of bleach. It was mm-hmm. the worst. It was painful. It was the worst experience. It was a false positive, right? So now they got rid of that this year. So let's say it's Citizens or Fortiva, whatever. Um, they're, and this is updating this week, so for some of you. But um, let's say it fails that finance application it will still say at the bottom, um, Fortiva, it'll still keep the $4,000 credit limit. It will keep it at 0%, yeah. but you will take a $35 payable RMR hit on that account. You can still throw it in. Yep. You can still get a finance. They can still, they're still going to keep the 0% opportunity to the customer. Yeah, you get the number. They're going to keep the $4,000 credit limit. And you're going to get the number, the number momentum, but you are going to take a $35 payable RMR hit. If that is sad to you, you can just not do it like last year and then, yeah. and feel that pain, but well, it's it, way better than last year. Yes, that that's correct. It yeah. was, it was, a, it was, I was leading rather than, yeah. Rather than walk away from the cell, mm-hmm. uh, you get the cell number credit, everything that is better than last we'll year. We'll take that all day long. Last, last announcement real quick. AA, this is launching today, May 8th. So it's Monday. A lot of us will be hearing this on Tuesday, right? But May 8th, um, till May 13th, which is Monday through Friday. So it kind of goes hand in hand with that dinner goal, right? Mm-hmm. So rookies for every, I see same day I see that they get pre-install surveys completed before 5 p.m. Their local zip uh, zip code time. They're going to earn $200 extra. What? And and that's fire. You go get two, three, four of those. That's a lot of extra walking around money. For veterans, if you get a set of three same day ICs where the pre-install surveys are completed before 5 p.m., you're getting $500 for each set of three. So you go get six ICs, and you're a veteran, you're getting $1,000 extra just for doing your stinking job. She. So this but, is the week to go out early. That's right. And this is the week to get on the board early, get the momentum, start leading from the front. I'm glad Vivint is investing in in us, right? Yeah. And getting, yeah. They're, they're helping us do the right thing, which is get out early. That's I love right. it. Love it. We had some great week last week. Uh, top 10 rookies. Let's. Do you want to go through the top five AA? Let's do the top five. Uh, number five, Juan right here, 4.6 from Chicago with a $105 average RMR. Really, really good. Uh, number four, Carson Fryer, 4.9 with also, oh, he was 108. He actually had better. Okay. So So Carson, great job. You beat Juan and still both ridiculously good. And that's from the Bay area. Uh, Ryan, and we practiced this last week. Matter Josh. Mag Josh. Mag Josh. Yeah. 5.6 uh, from Chi Town. Richard Mencius, 5.7 from Memphis. And then nobody was better than our boy Omar with 104 average, which is pretty insane too, out in DC. Omar's kind of making a name for himself early. Yeah. Well, they're posting about him. He's in a helicopter. Like, yeah. hey, how do you like me now? Yeah. I'm a rookie in DC helicopter. helicopter. It's kind of sick. Hans Olvera has done a great job with some of that. Yeah, media Hans kills it. They've stuff. stepped up their game a little bit, haven't they? Top sophomores. Let's go through the top five. Uh, Ariel Machuca out of DC was number five with 5.4. Levi Bodily out of Memphis led everyone out with highest RMR at 130 bucks. Woo. Good job. Number four, Kevin Calderon. Familiar name right Orale. there. 7.7 with $90 average RMR. 
Dallin Westra, this guy's been up there every yeah. stinking week. $124 a month in Memphis. Memphis is RMR's got it going on. Yeah. And no one was better than Ben Lay, 8.4 EFP, 101 average RMR out of DC. So DC had the, the number one rookie and the number one sophomore. That's crazy. Let's do the top 10 overall here. We got number 10 coming with our boy Riley Nielsen with 8.8 from Inland Empire. Alex Hockman uh, with nine with 116, pretty much 117 average RMR from Chi-Town. Uh, T-Stroke, again, very consistent on the top 10. Love to see it. 9.1 with a 96 average from Chi-Town. Jeff Whitaker, 9.4 from Sacramento. Hagen Kelly, 10.3 from Chicago. Merrick, making a name for himself this year, dude. I am loving it. Merrick uh, Torney, 10.4, um, 8.43 average from the East Bay. Chandler Gines, 10.9 from Minnesota. His average RMR was 99, I believe. Uh, Adi Bora, 10.9 with an average of 99.6 from D.C., Aslan Barnes just throwing in a nice normal 20.7 on week three with an average of 97.4 from Inland Empire. Usually that would be the best if you weren't associated with the best, which is Tristan Pears, number one, not in the partnership, but in the entire entire world. world. Yeah, the world. All contents combined, 31.9 with an average of 123.34 RMR, which is just absolutely stupid, from Memphis, Tennessee. What up? Great stinking job. Everyone on that top 10 board. Good seeing Riley Nielsen back up there. Yeah, like, love to see it. Sometimes it takes him a minute to get well, going. He'll, he'll probably be on there every single week. Let's see. We got on out. one, two, three, four, five. We got five, six manager, assistant managers on the top 10. That I love to see. Leading from yep. the front, leading their teams. Whit- Whitaker, maybe his first time in the top 10 for vet. Like I love seeing Whitaker on there. Merrick's been up there. Chandler Giants out of mini. So it's been fun seeing some of these new names and some regulars, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Top 10 upgrades. I'll go through the top five real quick. A okay. Richard Macias out of Memphis uh, was number five. Brandon Painter out of DC had six, but 2.4 EFP. Ben Lay out of DC was number three with 2.4. Dominic Garcia was number two with 2.6. Seven total upgrades. But Jordan Cecil, I don't know if this is worth mentioning, but it, I'm going to mention it. Please. He had no families protected. He just mm-hmm. had upgrades. Yeah. But he was still he was still on the leaderboard for rookies at 3.7 EFP, all upgrades out of Monterey. Yeah. Love to see it. We don't care how you get there. Just get it done. You know what I'm saying? We count it all. Let's do the top five offices here. Uh, starting with uh, East Bay with 55. Maybe that's number six. There's six, yep. Okay, sorry. Um, just take that out of your memory. Act like East Bay wasn't there at all. Uh, Hollywood with 58. Um, average of 86. Uh, RMR. Chicago, number four. 81 with an average of 93 RMR inland empire 92 with an average of 86 RMR and Memphis, 108 with an average of 103 RMR. Let's take a moment for that. The entire office averaged 103 RMR. That's pretty sick. It's crazy. Uh, but no one was better than DC with 136 with an average of 91.99 RMR. Um, really good to see when one thing DC has going for them is they're doing a shite ton of upgrades. Yeah. A stupid amount of upgrades. They're all in an upgrades and it's adding up. Yeah. They, they have six of the top 10 upgrade reps within triumph, including the number one, as we just mentioned office average hours worked. We're starting to see, you know, some, some parity there at the top East Bay, San Francisco and Sacramento all average 7.1 
Minnesota had seven hours averaged. And then Hollywood was number five with 6.6 average hours worked last week. You can run, but you can't hide. We're tracking you. We're seeing who's working the most. This will pay off dividends as the summer goes, as we get the learning curve down. Region rankings, AA. Region rankings. We got Prodigy coming in at 58. Uh, They were down uh, year over year. We got Diamond with uh, 111 uh, EFP. They were up 13%. The Show, 209. They're down 6%. Empire, 214, up 29%. And the lead, 221. They're down 12%. Empire just slowly chipping away at these groups. Yep. And, uh, yep. It's getting interesting, getting real interesting. It's good. Yeah. I mean, they've been up every single week and like they're only 70 FP away from Josh and actually oh. they're only five ahead of, uh, the show. So those top three, that's going to be a fight this week. Yeah. A little, uh, throw down. I got, what are we going to talk about next? Let's see. If we, we have solar, um, for the offices. Hold on. I got a little, Oh, Oh, is this for the, oh, here comes the sun. So I got yeah. this. So this is what, uh, I, I visited the, the SF office and yeah. when they talk about solar, they bring this song up. So I'm like, oh, hey, let's go. <laughs> Shout out to SF. Just like throwing down. All right. So like there we go. That. From the Beatles, baby. I like that. Here our, comes the sun, baby. All right. So solar offices, Monterey was number five with five inland and Monterey. Oh crap. There's a typo there. Inland empire. Oh, yep. Inland empire. And someone else had seven. I'll, I'll check that real quick. Hollywood was number two with 10 and DC was number one. They let everyone out with uh 12 12. overall DC on top of smart home on top of solar. Awesome. Uh, top five closers. We have Christopher Liriano with four from DC. Jonathan Baraldez with five from Monterey. Sawyer Forrest with seven from Sacramento. Chase Hermanson with eight from Hollywood. But nobody, well, somebody was just as good as Solar Steve. Solar Steve with eight from Inland Empire. You know, when your solar's in your first name, it's you're going to have an impact. Yeah, and just as for our clerical air number three office was Sacramento. They had seven up there. So mm, good. Betty, Betty. Nice. Okay. Hey, hey, let's go to our dog moments here. Oh, you, okay. you got one of these. I right? got one. All right. Our first one goes out to Tony Silvas, who's in our Inland Empire office. Um, Tony had a callback uh, earlier this week, showed up in the morning, and uh, the customer came hobbling to the door, holding his uh, black and purple knee. Customer says, bro, we got to do this another time. I just blew out my knee. Tony tells him, dude, I just drove all the way over here, and we got to get this done right now, and that he would drive him to the ER um, after it's done, the customer Dang. sits down on the porch and does all the paperwork and the survey. And then Tony then drives him to the ER. Uh, Tony gets, Tony goes on to sell three that day and same days, all of them. And this is, uh, you know, one of his, uh, first hat tricks, but I mean, it's pretty cool just to see, um, you know, getting it done by driving a customer to the hospital. Yeah. So that was his first sale of the day, right? Yeah. My advice to anyone is get that momentum, get mm-hmm. creative. Sometimes it's not convenient for these people, especially before five with this incentive. But but also it's like you have nothing to lose. That's right. So it's like he's like he drove all the way there. This guy's trying to turn him away, and he could just say, "All right, man, let's reschedule," or he can just shoot a shot and say, "Well, 
I really kind of needed today. I just drove all the way over here yeah. and I'll just drive the hospital after he shot a shot and guess what? He got a hat trick. Yeah. Get the bat on the ball early. You get confidence. Who knows what's going to happen? I got a dog moment here. Play that music. <laughs> so this is Jason Shaw's younger brother, or excuse me, older, older brother, brother, John. John uh, good Shaw. catch there. John Shaw. Saturday, he drove to OC and sold one in Costa Mesa, slept in the back of his Tesla, woke up the following morning at 4.30 a.m., ran the OC marathon. Did he just run it? Did he just finish it? No, he ran like a freaking dog. A 6.55 average mile, 26.2, finishing in three hours, three minutes, and qualified for the Boston Marathon. He's 37 years old. Straight up dog, John. I was texting him. I'm like, dude, I remember when I took them out on blitzes, I'd go run with them in the mornings and like trying to keep up. He's like, I'm warming up like eight miles here. I'm like, oh dang, you guys are just different, but freaking awesome. Uh, I mean, there's probably so many other runners that were in these nice hotel rooms, making sure they're getting their quality sleep, yeah. probably blood doping the night before. That's right. And homeboy's just sleeping in the back of his Tesla and then <laughs> wakes up, gets out of his car, wakes up and qualifies for a Boston marathon. What a dog. Love to see it. Straight up stud. Do uh, you have any more dog moments? I don't. Okay. We're going to do, we have a, we have a guest speaker, but we're going to talk it for two seconds about walk-up music. Okay. So a lot of times we say, what's your walk-up song? Well, that's like a reference for baseball. Whenever you go up to the plate, they play a walk-up song. So we've had kind of this conversation before, right? Like, what would your walk-up song be if you're in the majors, mm-hmm. whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, I know what mine would be. I'm going to play what mine would be. Okay. This is Rough Riders Anthem, but I'm going to just put a little, a small taste yeah, of this. Yeah, give us the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Something new. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh, no. That's how rough So that one's mine. Yeah. Hey, hey. Do would what would yours be? Uh, mine would be uh, M eighty three Midnight City. City. Let's play that real quick, just so everyone can get a taste of that. They just came into town. I saw. Okay, I see you. Wait for it. I will. There we go. Feeling it. Okay. For all those trying to get pitted. That's what I like it. So my the reason why it's on my mind, my little boy's in a baseball tournament this week and he had to choose a walk up song. So I'll I'll briefly play that one. This one's actually from our award ceremony here. Show us Hayes. Yeah. (laughs) Takes a second to get going, but you'll you'll recognize it. Just picture, you know, some of us in the conga line. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. All right. My little boy's like super short redhead, so this fits in perfectly. That's Blaster Jackson, Timmy Trumpet coming at you. I hot. love that. So that's him. Um, so this next next guest, I mean, I would be, I would be remiss if we did not have this guy on the the podcast. He was the number one in the world. We already mentioned him. Yeah, Tristan Pears. Let's get him on the phone here. Yo. Oh, there he is, Tristan. Wait for the beat. We had some issues with your uh, earlier one, so we're gonna try this one. We'll see if it even holds a candle. I'm a 
Yeah, on the next level. There All you right. go. That's what we end up with. Tristan Pears, last week you were 30, you had 31.9 EFP, 123.34 RMR. <clears throat> and what's crazy is you were number one in the entire company. And I'm not going to stop there. AA and I were just gloating about your office. Your office that you help oversee had 103 average RMR. I'm just going to go. I mean, we've had you on before. We've learned about you. We know you're the man. We've Aaron's gone out there, shadowed you. That went viral. We got recruited a lot of people. Everyone knows you earned, uh, you know, a vehicle last year. You got, mm-hmm. you know, the Land Rover, right? Defender. But what I, my first question is, is what the heck are you doing getting these high packages? What best practices do you have that we can all apply? So I'm definitely not straying away from trying to add more equipment to the customer's package. So, for example, when I build the package, we're definitely going to do a doorbell camera for the front door. We're definitely doing an outdoor camera for the driveway. And then you ask them if they want one for the backyard. Now, before, I feel like a few years ago, it used to be 50-50. People would get backyard camera 50% of the time or not. Now, I feel like it's 90% of the time they're getting a backyard camera. So right there, you got three cameras on the package. Now, after I build the pa- the value on the camera, um, I'll tell them, hey, so the, the, the outdoor camera, they came out with a new item, the spotlight that's attached to it. If someone's on your property at nighttime, the light's going to hit the guy. As the guy moves, the light will follow him. So you want that on both of your cameras. And most of the time, they want it on both in a perfect world. Yep. Um, so we add that to the driveway. We add that to the backyard. So if we've got the doorbell, the two outdoors, we've got the two spotlights, um, let's say we've got the DVR on there. We've got a 199 installation fee. Your package right there is about 115, 120 per month. Um, so that's the main thing I'm doing is I'm just, I'm, it's mainly just three cameras plus two spotlights and it's confidence. Um, one thing we had, uh, t- during our correlation meeting today, we had two, two guys in the office that had above 115 as well. Yeah. And we had them give like a minute pointer of, uh, of what they're doing well. And ultimately it just came down to confidence. They're just confident. They're adding the value on the equipment, telling them the price and they're just transitioning. I love that. And that was down in, uh, Levi. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, They're both, uh, like over 125 on the leaderboard on the leaderboard. You guys. Yep. Incredible. Um, so I had a conversation with you, Tristan, like uh, maybe a week or two ago when we were trying to work on an account and, um, and I'm like, oh yeah, but you know, I was like, I was kind of like breaking bad news to you. I'm like, yeah, but that's a $35 payable RMR hit, you know? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't like, that's fine. I just want to get this done. Cause I don't really care. The package is at 145, you know? So you're like, take away $35 of payable RMR. I'm still getting, you know, 110, 105 of payable RMR here. And, uh, and I really like that mentality of like how you really looked at that. Is that, is that how you're approaching your third looks? Like if you're going to do a third look, um, and you're going to be having a customer put 25% down, you're trying to get a pretty big package in there to have it make sense for you with the $35 payable more hit on your commissions. Yeah. So um, me personally, I don't do the third looks. I don't, I don't, I haven't run into them. Now, if I am, I'll say you got to pay 25% down. Um, I mean, some guys are probably better than others at that one, getting them to drop a thousand bucks today. The whole idea though is, if it's a Fortiva, you're going to try to max it out. Why not? Yeah. Um, and you're going to try to create as many adders as possible. You could probably get away with a protection plan on Fortiva, just build some value. Um, installation fee, keep that 199 
Um, but yeah, the whole idea is you want to get the package as big as possible. And the way you're going to do that is by just building the value on the equipment. And if you're confident, you believe in the product, I mean, Vivint's the best of the best. There's nothing, no, no other company's competing with us in any way possible. Yeah, I love that. Love it. So I was traveling a lot and it's still early in the summer. So we're starting to see some people starting to pop off, right? But Tristan, you know, this is maybe a message for leaders in the other offices. How important is it for you to lead out from the front? And I want to know a little bit of like, you you get, what is your mindset? Like, do you have a specific, like, I want to get done. I want to get some sales before, how many do you want to get before five? And then between five and seven, do you break the day up or how do you, how do you attack the day and like not being complacent once you have three or whatever? So that was two, that was a two folded question. How important is it that you yeah. lead out? And then how do you kind of break up the day or maybe you don't have one and it's six o'clock or something like that. So start maybe with the first one and then the second question. Yeah, so when I was um, when I was even a rookie, a sophomore, third year into the company, I always had a goal that I wanted to have a certain number by a certain time. So, for example, if you're going for 200 FP, your goal should be two a day, uh, and that's one before five, one after five. So you want to break your day down by that. Uh, try to get one before five, one after five. Now, don't try to play. A lot of times you end up thinking end result. End result hurts you because that's all you're thinking about. You have to focus on the moment and you got to focus on one cell at a time and you don't want to play catch up. When you start playing catch up, it's even harder. So if, even if you're behind on time, you don't have your one by five o'clock, that doesn't mean you can't get two still by the end of the day. Um, and you shouldn't get discouraged either because as long as you're out there, you got a chance to get a deal. And trust me, it's a lot better to get it. It's a lot better feeling to walk away at the end of the day with one deal to your name than zero because you gave up at seven because you weren't on pace for your two. Mm, so it's all about that mindset. You just got to stay confident, always be positive and give them the eight pitches. Um, and it's very important to lead from the front too. I mean, especially if you're a leader, the team is going to follow your lead. If you're, if you're putting up numbers every single day and you're trying to be the first one on the board, then guys are going to follow your lead. As I started to get better at the job, I, I stopped kind of um, trying to think of trying to get a, a certain amount of deals by this time. I just went out and worked, and I don't try to hit a number. I'll just work all day, all the hours, because you don't know what type of scenarios or situations you'll run into. Um, like last week, I had five, five, five o'clock, and I couldn't continue working because there was no technician. But I wasn't just try- I wasn't wanting to stop. I just couldn't continue because there was just no more tech, and like. I had a lot of momentum. I, I just kept going. I wasn't trying to stop at four or stop at three because I had this by this. Yeah. I just kept working because I knew I could do it. The best of the best do not get complacent. They play till they hear the whistle blow. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. The speed of the leader, speed of the team, your RMR is crazy. You had a bunch of leaders following, doing the exact same thing on the leaderboard as well. Yeah, I like that. Um, Tristan, are you, do you mess with callbacks a lot? Like, do you have like some callbacks you're trying to hit up today? Um, like what is your rule with callbacks and like, and what, what, what other ratios are you? Are you pretty much 50, 50 on fresh doors and takeovers or how does that look too? Yeah. The, the, the fresh and the takeover percentage is going to be dependent on the neighborhood. I feel like if it's, uh, if it's more of an established neighborhood, I feel like it's just going to be 50, 50 where a customer has an active system or maybe a DIY or no system at all. Maybe new development, you're, you could potentially run into um, more fresh, but then maybe another company got there before you did. So I'd say I'm selling 50-50. Um, now, as far as callbacks, yeah, I've texted three people 
already today that I spoke to last week. My rule with callbacks is, um, let's say the let's say you knock on the door and they say they're interested. The the wife's there, but she says, "Come back when my husband's here." To me, that's not really a callback. It's just that's just another door that maybe it's potential. But my the way I do it with the callbacks is I'll take the customer's phone number and I'll text them my name, the company's name, and I'll send them a picture of the slick, which is all the equipment that we offer. So they have something to visualize. And um, if they tell me to come back at this time, I'll tell them, hey, I'm going to text you 15 minutes before I come back. So it's very clear as day. We're not just trying to hope that we catch them. It's not we're trying to um, catch a fast one on them. They're, they're outside and they weren't expecting us. I want them to be expecting me because I'm not trying to waste my time coming back. Like this is an official appointment that we're making. So I'll text you 10 minutes before I'm coming back. If you don't want me to come back, let me know. If you do, great. Mm, okay. Dang. That, that's a lot. I mean, while we have you on here, I mean, sometimes we're pressed on time, but I guess what's one, let's think of the rookies for a second. What's yeah. a piece of advice. I know you have like a, you're kind of like you, you see the buying sign and you transition to say, Hey, I'll build you a quote. Do you have a kitchen table, right? When do you know when to ask for that? When do you know when to transition so, to that? More of a technical question, so, but just for fun. Yeah, so no, I do that right after I show them the app on the pitch. So the pitch, I do my normal pitch. I show them the app. Then I'll transition. I'll leave it the info. Something you guys want to do, give us a call. Do you have a table I can use? John, if you think so. Okay, so you're almost doing like a pull. Say, 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 say it yeah. one more time, Tristan. Just yeah. a little slower for I us. I like that. So I'll show them the app and then I'll say, Hey, I'll leave you the information. If it's something that you guys want to do, give us a call. You have a table I can use, jot a few things down. So they, they, I've built value on the app. They are very intrigued by the app. They like the app. They like what we're, we're presenting to them. Now my, my method is I'll leave you the information. You guys are, if you guys are good, give us a call. If you guys want to do it, great. And there's no pressure. They're going to let me inside. And of course your goal is to close them when you get inside. Dang. It's almost like reverse psychology. It's like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Give me a call. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to build you a quick quote and try to close you in here. <laughs> I've seen this live too. I, I've, I've shadowed him do this where he, he doesn't even pull out his iPad. He just has his phone and he's showing him the app on the phone. And then he, once he gets inside the house is when he pulls out the iPad. Um, how many did you sell your rookie year, Tristan? Well, 115. 115. All right. You heard it here first. You can go from 115 to 656. I love it. Last, last piece. Oh, go ahead, Tristan. It's just one a day, one a day. And it, the job is 90% work ethic. Everybody will eventually get the pitch and the material down. And then the job at that point is just work ethic. And there's going to be things that your leaders can't teach you. And you're just going to learn it with experience on the doors by putting the hours in on the doors. Love it. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten with pertaining to this job? Anything come, come to mind? That, I mean, mainly the job is just work ethic. And I kind of learned that on my own just by just doing it. But that's what the leaders were always saying. I mean, it's a, well, there's going to be times where you can't close somebody. And then there's a point in the sale where it's continuing to go north, but then there's a spot where it goes south. And then that's where you didn't, you, you messed it up. Now you're going to try to figure out where did it go wrong? What did you say before then that made it go south? And then that's where you're going to try to dissect it and ask the leader, okay, what could I have done differently if I said it right here at this point? Because it was going north here, but then it started going south here. So it's like a puzzle and you're trying to solve it. And you're going to run into that same objection again the next time. And then you should be able to overcome it the next time you run into it. But I would just say work the hours. Don't give up. You have to stay positive and confident. That's the main key. Just be confident, be positive, and relax. It's not, it's not too much. It's just 
chill and just be chill and put your personality into it too. I like it. I like that all. Well, we've been fed. This is uh, words from the be- best ever to mm-hmm. do the job. Mm-hmm. Best ever to do it last year. This year, I know you're going for what? 600, you said, FPs? Uh, maybe EFP. <laughs> oh, excuse me. EFP. Sorry. My bad. I wasn't trying to trap you. 600 EFP, Tristan. Uh, unbelievable. No, never been done except for you. So he he's he's on fire right now. Top rep in the entire stinking world in the company. Congratulations. Thanks for being on and appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Tristan. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thank you. All right. Very good luck. Good. See, you. See you. <clears throat> well, I'm glad we got a little bit of that. I mean, I, I do love that too. It's like, um, kind of getting the details, but he is 50, 50, 50 takeovers, 50% takeovers, 50%, you know, fresh doors. Love to see it. Uh, works all different types of areas. I love to see that too. Um, also just the part of like, you know, being present. A lot of guys will freak out like, okay, I need two today yeah. and they're at zero. So they start doing a catch up pitch, you know, yeah. and they're trying to catch up the whole time. He's like, just don't be present mm-hmm. right here the whole time. Be present with the customer. And there's still a lot of time to go get your goal. You know, so don't, don't be worrying about like the end yeah, All the time. I got, it's a game of momentum, right? And so he's, before the day starts, he's already, he, I already hit up three yeah. stinking callbacks already and it's it's 140 out there. And so mm-hmm. he's setting up his day and his tomorrow right now. Yeah. And so you hit the ground running like that. Another thing, I got asked this question. I went and knocked a little bit out in the Bay Area. Whoa. And they said, uh, shoot. so what are you looking for? And it was like 2 p.m. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking for signs of life. That's right. You mean you're not looking for this or this or this? I'm like, it's impossible to sell if I can't talk to a human being. So before five, especially in maybe some of these working class markets, get in front of just people. It's a law of averages. If you have 20 decision makers that you can actually like pitch and try to sell, I'm confident you'll sell at least one or two of those. Yeah. That was my formula for success. 20 decision makers, I can't stand knocking a door and the decision maker's not home. You did that for us. It was my, my, my first 200 year in Fresno. You came and gave a training and uh, you gave everybody a promise. Like, Hey, here's a normal ADT pitch. This is how we do a normal pitch. We all practice it right there. You gave us a couple lines to use a couple closes. Like, Hey, I'm here to bribe you, you know, the whole yeah. usual. And you just said, go not knock, but go get 20 verbal pitches. Like get your full pitch out to 20 people, 20 homeowners and I guarantee you a sell. If you don't, I'll buy you lunch the next day. Yeah. And then you bought lunch for nobody the yeah. next day. Um, anyways, it was really cool. I remember, I remember that training like it was yesterday. The time is flying, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to some uh, some thank you cards. Okay. You want to start us off? No, I actually thought I had a mic drop, but no, it's all good. Dude. Oh, no, my, no, bad, dude, my bad, dude, my bad, chill, my bad. Okay, chill. here it is. Chill, 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 chill. Patrick, I just wanted to let you know, um, we're always preaching positivity. You need to be positive, you need to be positive, blah, 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 especially there's a lot to be negative about in door-to-door sales and doing this job. I've only done it for 16 years, you know, so uh, I can imagine. And uh, But I read this book um, that was given to me called Emotional Intelligence, it was because I, I lack empathy, and so they wanted me to read that so I could feel sorry for people. However, in the book, all I ended up doing is just getting a bunch of uh, sales knowledge. It didn't really help me with my empathy, but I got a lot of sales knowledge. And there was an anthropologist on there who's also a psychologist on there, 
who followed a inside sales insurance company for three years. He followed him and he would rate people on how pessimistic or positive they were, right? Or optimistic, right? Optimistic versus pessimistic. And he would rank these people, blah, blah. Well, he took um, the best sales reps, like the old dogs that had to be there for at least five years, took the best ones that were there for at least five years, but ranked in being pessimistic and then hired brand new sales reps who've never sold insurance ever, but ranked really, really high in optimism. And they outsold the old dogs who've been doing it for five years or longer that are the best in the company. They outsold them by 21%. Whoa. And so it's like, I, I, I know right now there's a lot, like, oh, the, the pitch is hard, the new, new area, we're not in a building yet, I'm still sleeping on a couch. But there's a lot of little stuff going on the very first week of May, you know? And um, I'm not asking you, I'm imploring you to be positive. Positivity needs to be your best friend right now. And it's scientifically proven you will make more sales and you will make more money being positive. Please be optimistic out there. Mike, Mike drop. I like that. Yeah, they, there's that book called The Happiness Advantage. Are they more successful because they're happy or are they happier because they're successful? They found that people that are just all around happy are more successful. Dude, it's, it's just funny though, because like we always hear it, but I'm just glad this guy followed a company for three years and actually did the data and yeah. the science behind it and broke it down. It's like, oh, okay, this isn't like just good advice. Like, Aaron's just giving me good advice, pat me on the back. Like, no, 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 this is science. Like just believe in it. It's 100% go and do it and you'll make more money. Love it. Great job. Great take. Uh, now, now we got some thinking cards. cards. I'll start off. Let's do it. Thank you housing for telling Gunner to reach out to us. If he wants carpet in their offsite building. Um, that was one of our fun texts we got to see is their, their option of their building that they want to have their office at currently doesn't have carpet. Um, and it's just ripped out floor all over and they haven't really gathered yet. Yeah. But we will get you carpet Sacramento. Don't worry. You will have an office here soon. Thank you housing for letting us choose carpet. That's awesome. Killing it. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Kevin Swiss. For making me look awesome on leaderboard, mm. green paint. Everyone's like, what are you, Hulk? Job of the hut. Yeah, it was Yoda. Yeah. He has a tendency to come. I'm like, why can't like Aaron's like out there with the camels looking all like, <laughs> you know, Middle Eastern. He's all looking awesome. And they're like, hey, no, you're going to have, you're going to be. Well, like, got to be a Star Wars yeah. character. I'm like, <laughs> bad for the brand. All good. Uh, thanks a lot. Though. I had, I had a G wagon and a camel yeah, yeah. out in the desert. And then they, they, yeah. Yoda. Like, I didn't know Aaron was Arabic. It's like, no, nah, yeah. man, he, he pull off a lot of different yeah, ones. You know, I but got another one. Let's hit it. Thank you, Jason Shaw for calling your emergency phone number that was given to you in case of emergency in your apartment when a pipe burst in his apartment and he called it immediately and they said they'd have someone out there as soon as possible. And then he called again two hours later um, and no one ever came and he just went to bed with his pipe uh, <laughs> just flooding his apartment. <laughs> and he said he was just walking around in his Yeezy sandals and they were just literally over his Yeezys onto his feet and he's just walking around <laughs> and he's put all this stuff like up. So like high, he's like, all right, well, no one's coming, but he's like, it's like a nice like sound machine. Like you ever have the sound machine option yeah, of like yeah. the pipe bursting yeah. option, right? So it's like, 
<laughs> like just that <laughs> consistency. And he's like, yeah, there you go. And just passed out and woke up to about three inches of water and just, you know, living his life, went out, ran correlation, got on yeah. the board. But yeah, thank you, Jason, for at least calling the number like you were instructed to do. Yeah. That white noise. You got to <laughs> love that. Uh, that that got me like Titanic flashbacks. I would have been all paranoid. Is this gonna? Am I gonna drown? <laughs> he just casually just goes to sleep. Oh my goodness, that I was a good him. one. I, I hadn't heard him. that. That was yeah, great. That's great. All right, that wraps it up for game time. Uh, one last plug: we did do an interview with a, a ranger who mm-hmm. just dominated. That's coming out Wednesday. So listen to that. That's my boy Dean Smith. So look look for that as well. <laughs>